Aloha! You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 160. This episode is sponsored by Tandawai Rum, the world's largest rum producer and winner of over 170 international medals in the past four decades. Check out their webpage at tandawaiusa.com or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at tandawaiusa. This episode is sponsored by the Tiki Bar T-Shirt Club, where their monthly t-shirt designs pay tribute to a Polynesian bar or restaurant from days long past. Each design is available for a limited time and will never be produced again. For more information and to check out this month's shirt, visit tikibartshirtclub.com. Today we are joined by singer and songwriter Kira Amosa. Kira recently relocated to Los Angeles, California from Canberra, Australia, and is the latest addition to the Island Block radio family. We chat about her songwriting process, her musical influences, and are treated to a very special acoustic performance of her latest single, Island Way, available at all media outlets beginning on Friday, February 28th. As always, I hope you enjoy this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. If you enjoy this podcast, please give us a good rating. Doing so helps people find the show and helps boost our presence. Also, subscribing makes it easier for you to follow our adventures. And subscribers always get new releases first. You can find previous episodes at our website, DesertOasisRoom.com, as well as links to our social media, along with links to our guests' websites and their social media. Alrighty, here she is, my friend from the land down under. Give it up for Kira Amosa. This is Kira Amosa, and you are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room. Like this, I'm falling. I'm falling for you, girl. Baby, 
Kira. Hello. How Talofa. are you? Talofa, I'm good. Talofa, I love it. Party people, we've got Kira Amosa on the podcast today. And Kira is a recent transplant from Australia. I am. I, well, I'm halfway through the process, yes. Halfway through the process. Yes. Okay. And you're from Canberra? Yes, I'm from Canberra, Australia. So I just learned from Kira before we started recording that Canberra is the actual capital of Australia. Yes. And I always thought it was Sydney. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Everyone thinks it's right. Melbourne or Sydney. And I think, I don't think Australia could decide. So they picked the city in the middle, which, <laughs> which is Canberra. <laughs> so it's the halfway point? It, well, yeah. It's the biggest city How between the two. How far away is it from Sydney? Three hours south. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So is it farther inland or is it on the coast? Farther in, yeah. Oh, it There's is. There's no beach where I am, which is hard as a Polynesian to grow up without water yeah. and sand. But yeah. yep, so the beach is a nice quick two hour drive away. Yeah. So you are transitioning right now mm. from Australian living to California living. Yes. What's that like? It um honestly it's so different. I think um I think as especially as a creative person, LA seems to be the place for me yeah. and for people like yeah. me. And um, any sort of whatever field you're in, as long as you're creative, this is this is the hub to be in, and everything that come, everything kind of starts here. Yeah. So you're the first to hear about it. Music, film, comedy, a lot of things happen here. Was this a calculated plan to come out here for your music? Um, you was, know, was it more spontaneous? Honestly, um, growing up, I always told myself and other people that yeah I'd, I'd end up in America for sure okay. but it, it truly wasn't until um, my boyfriend current boyfriend moved here about nine months nine months ago and I thought you know what I'm gonna 
I'm going to do it. Half yeah, because yeah. it was easier to move. I'm such a family person. I don't like doing things by myself. So leaving behind my family is a huge, that's, it's very hard. That's got to be very hard. And so moving over yeah. here with someone, I thought that would be great. Yeah. But now that I'm halfway through my visa process, he's just been offered a job back in Australia for the next oh, two years. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I will be coming over here by myself. But, you know, hashtag growth. Wow, yeah. <laughs> very blessed to be here. But, you know, the, at first moving from Sydney and Canberra over to LA, it was a big move and I felt quite lonely about it. But I have found a family here in LA with the Island Block Radio family and Q and Big Paul and Ms. Lulu. And I am so grateful. So cool. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. lucky. And... You know, they're Islanders too. So Yes, so I feel it, right at home. It, yeah, it's being like right at home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. honestly. I, I tell people that are not Islanders, I should say that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nice way to put for, it. Nice. For lack of a better way of mm-hmm. putting that, that there's just this connection between other polys that you just can't explain, right? Yes. You feel at home no matter where you are. I have definitely reaped the benefits of that as coming over here by myself and I am never alone. Yeah, I yeah. have so many people willing to support me as a human and willing to support me as an artist. Yeah, and so always through, always from my Polynesian people. I so grateful. It. I love it. So I've learned a few things about you. You were on the Broadway equivalent of The mm. Bodyguard. Tell us about that. Yes. So a few years ago, um, I was still in my home city of Canberra and I was telling everyone that I was going to move to Sydney in um, in the next six months and then I started saying I'm going to move in March and by the time February came around I'd auditioned for the bodyguard but I didn't have an agent I wasn't honestly I wasn't very good okay <laughs> in my eyes I had I had a lot I had a lot of learning to do um, and who were you going up against when you were auditioning were you auditioning with people that had agents that were seasoned yes. performers yes that As must have been intimidating very I yeah so I found out about the auditions through Facebook a Facebook oh, ad really? that I had professional seasoned professionals through their agents sending me the audition brief, which I don't know if is is even allowed. Okay. But I found out, yeah, through Facebook. How different is the audition process there? Because you know, so we're here, we're here in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and in Hollywood, a lot of times they don't even want to talk to you if you don't have an agent. Yeah. Is it well, the same? Um, I think in my case, I. I, I, I'll call it luck. Other people call it talent and hard work. But I just, I, I was very lucky. Or it could be a combination. I had, yes, yeah. I had a great combination of maybe my talent and my looks. You need to, I think I looked right for the role yeah. as well. Yeah. And I was versatile enough to cover the roles that I covered. Okay. What kind of performance background did you have prior to that? Um, only singing. I grew okay. up singing, so I've got a so little bit of dance. So this is your first acting gig. You can't. Is it really? Truly, my wow, first that's proper awesome. professional acting awesome. gig. P- first uh, professional dancing. Anything, anything wow. to do with uh, other than singing. Singing was my only thing. Yeah, so yeah. I was going up against seasoned professionals. Yeah. Um, and I just submitted myself on the link, and they contacted me, and I auditioned a few times. Um, and I heard nothing. Yeah. And then it came round to me saying, I want, I'm going to move next month. It was February by the time wow. we, it, it had been, you know, I'm telling people I was moving to Sydney in March. And then in February, I got the call saying... You sound like a spontaneous person when it comes to moving. <laughs> it's like, I'm moving. <laughs> I have to be. I have to go where my heart takes me and where the work's going to take me. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, very cool. I'm a gypsy. Yeah. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love it too. So let's talk about your music because you have a new EP coming out and I, and I want to talk about your songwriting process mm-hmm. and everything that goes behind the new music that you're going to be releasing. Who are your musical influences? Um, that's such a detailed question for a songwriter. Okay. I have, you know, I, we, lots of different moods that I that I find myself writing in. I think business-wise, definitely Beyonce. Okay. Because she kind of she does it all. Plus, yeah, she's a mother, yeah, yeah. so she has a family, and that's a huge. That's a great. That's a goal of mine to be able to do all of it. Um, musical influence. I am extremely influenced in life and in music by my dad, because I feel like without. Without him, I, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. I love that I'm answer. Doing. Family. I love that. Very family-oriented, I am, for sure. Um, and I know that I wouldn't be here if he hadn't given up his dream of being here. Now, was he a performer also? Yes. So, would you say that your style is modeled after his style? I am, yes. So, we were, we were a cover band for a long time. He was okay. a cover band before I was old enough. When I was five years old, I found myself kind of trying to slot in between him and his brother they were a duo and then we became a trio when I was old enough and then his brother moved away and then my sister moved up and so we're kind of rotating like yeah. the Von Trapp family so you've been playing music your whole life always do you remember the very first instrument you started playing um I was forced into piano lessons oh so was I that's and funny. <laughs> yes, and as an adult, everyone says it. As an adult, you wish you stuck through, but at the time... I say that all the time. <laughs> yeah, you understand. So I was forced into piano. I stopped after a while. Yeah. And then as I, was, as I got older and was doing gigs with Dad, he was like, you know what? I am sick of the injustice of me being the only <laughs> instrumentalist in this band. Pick up a guitar and learn it. Yeah. And so literally... And, and you taught yourself watch on gigs you would if you would wow, paying attention me. to us i would watch his fingers and just play exactly what he was playing and that's how i would that's oh how i learned God. how to play the guitar but did he sit down with you and say okay we're going to rehearse for this show let me show you how to play this so that it's did he just really throw you out to the wolves it was rare wow. only because he was so busy not because he didn't care at all but it was um yeah it was very hard to find time i'm the eldest of six kids and my parents had me when they were 17 so okay. yeah. yeah there's no there's not a lot of time and yeah. not a lot of time for for all of that so yes I, uh, I learned on the job so how did you start writing music was that also self-taught yes I guess it was um, I don't know how there are definitely right mm. they say there's a formula up. that if you, that if you follow like you write an intro and then you write the first verse second verse chorus bridge third verse outro mm. Yes, and then you have a song, and and I, I I hear this from my musician friends. I could be wrong because I'm not a musician, but you have eight notes, and you play around to the eight notes or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Did you know any of that when you went in, or you just no? You just honestly, it was just a, I I'm not very good with words. I was quite a placid child, and I if things went wrong, I I didn't know how to say when I didn't like something or when, yeah. something, when I was uncomfortable. So music was the way that I expressed what I was feeling. And I think that's, that's how I think of it. It's really my way of conversation. Okay. What about the, the lyrics? What, what influences your lyrics? Where are you pulling those from? Um, 
Oh my gosh, it's so cold. My nose is running. LA <laughs> yeah, winter. California winter. Well, it, it's in the, the 60s or something, I think. People in the in the uh, colder states are going to be cursing at us right now. Yeah, we're, we're right. enjoying a blue, blue sky and sun. <laughs> blue sky and sunshine, still, but it's still in like the mid-60s and it's it. freezing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, how do, where do I get my lyrics from? I'm very inspired by the lyrics of John Mayer. I think okay. the way that he writes his music is incredible because it's... It's relatable enough for the masses, but his words are very... If you have the time to look into it, it's there's so many meetings, there's so many ways yeah. to understand it. I love that. You know, Seal said one time, someone asked him, what are the lyrics, what do the lyrics of this song mean? And he said, they are subject to interpretation mm. because what they mean for one person could be completely different for another exactly right and music is something that's so emotional that you know there's the song by boys to men it's so hard to say goodbye mm. and when that song first came out i thought that it was about a breakup mm. but every time they sing that song and even in the music video it was uh, when somebody passed away so like they they sang that song for kobe when he Right, passed recently yes, yeah. and in the music video they're at a graveyard and they're singing that song it's, it's so hard to say goodbye and that's not how I interpreted it yeah yeah so so music is it is subject to interpretation I agree yeah. I think it's it's such a personal yeah, personal, very personal thing which yeah. is why it's so special yeah yeah do you have a lyric off the top of your head that means something to you that's something that resonates Wow, I'll have to. I might have to come back to that one. Okay. That's a, okay. No I problem. We'll come I'd, back to that. I. <laughs> that's a great <laughs> question. I don't know. I'll think about it. We can come back to that. Yeah. So you are already performing out here in LA. Yes. Let's talk about that. W where was your first show? Uh, my first show was the beginning of 2020 at Hotel Cafe. It was with through Vocalize You and Dave Stroud Vocal Studio who I look forward to working with a lot more um, when I come when I eventually finally move here and how different was it than performing in Australia um, look I've been performing really since I was seven so perform being on stage isn't new to me however I had a lot of weight I put a lot of pressure on myself for this performance because it was my introduction to this city and also the kind of music that I'm trying to write and the direct the new direction that I've decided to go in it was the introduction for all of that and is the audience the same here do they respond the same way as in, uh, in Australia and, and, and this is what I'm getting at is I've heard that when people perform in Japan that the audience is dead quiet because they find it disrespectful mm. to interject any kind of emotion mm -hmm. during the performance so they wait for the end of the performance and then they applaud mm. which I think is unusual especially if you're playing music that where you're trying to get people to dance or yes you know maybe you're trying to you know get people to participate in some way right like if you're singing we are the champions what's the or we will <laughs> rock you silence. right yeah, yeah you don't want silence you want people to to respond yeah, to that right sure. have you found that the audience is different from America than um, in Australia? No, I was lucky the few times that I performed here so far, I've been surrounded by people that love and support me already. So oh, good. Good. <laughs> whether or not what I'm doing on stage is right, I'm still getting a great reception. Yeah. Um, 
and I have a lot of love. I do have a lot of love from home, so it was hard to come over here. Yeah. But yeah. it's just what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, we want to talk about this new EP. Tell us about what motivated this new EP. Um, I am half Samoan and half Australian, and I am not ashamed to say, but I'm sad to say that I don't know a lot about my Polynesian culture as much as that I as much as I would like to know. I, I think a lot of us feel that way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I I've decided for the next however long my heart wants me to to dedicate my music to learning about my Polynesian culture and then being able to share it on a commercial stage. Very nice. And Very trying, nice. To, trying to bring, like I think I've, I've heard you talk about before, trying to bring it to the masses. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's a huge goal of mine. And if it's not for me, I'm hopefully going to pave the way for the next person like me to do the same thing. That's, that's such a selfless way to look at music because, <laughs> you know, it, and it, it really is because a lot of times people just, they're very selfish about the way that music is shared with mm. the world. I think so you, you, to some extent you need to be. You need to have that sort of confidence and assurance in yourself and in your sound that it's going to do well. Yeah. But it is, it's such a long game. Yeah. I had to learn yeah. that, that it's not a six or even two year plan, it's a 10 year plan. If you want to get your music out and influence the, a certain amount of people, then... Yeah. Well, I guess what I'm getting at, too, is that, you know, I was at a karaoke bar one time, mm -hmm. and the host at this bar was performing for himself. He wasn't performing yep. for his audience. Yes. And so there is a difference, right? And, and so, and, and you saying that it, it, it shows me that you are performing for the, the joy of performing, mm. not for yourself, but for spreading that joy. Maybe it and is. I love that. Maybe it is selfish because I am, but I am addicted to the rush that gives me. I'm addicted to the joy that I have seen my music bring to people, and I want to continue to share it. And without it, I am actually not happy. So maybe it is selfish. Maybe it's maybe it's a yin and yang. Kind yes. Of thing. There you <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. We'll put it that way. <laughs> well, I think we're going to be treated to a live performance. Is that right? Oh, yes. Okay, so can you tell us about the song you're going to perform? So this song that I'll perform is the lead single on my upcoming EP. It's called Island Away. Okay, here we go. So tropical I'm up on cloud nine With the sky so blue Have you ever wanted Something more? Oh, stick with me I can make your dreams come true So come on over Let's wind it down Take my hand Let me lead the way If you want to I can take you Guarantee you'll never want to leave Come on over baby, slow it down Stick with me, I can show you how If you want to, I can teach you Wanna learn the island way Something about them growing up by the water We know how you want to 
friends who are says We know how to keep you wanting more You wanted more, yes Oh, say You know there's something different about us Oh, come with me We can live the island dream Say Never go hungry around us Yeah Love me good and I'll give you all you need I say yeah, yes, yeah, yeah Come on baby, let me love you down No one else can love you like I can You can call me to ease the pressure Have you ever made love on the sand? I'll take you high Higher than you've ever been before If you need it, I can teach you Wanna learn the island way Something about them growing up by the water We know how you want to want it We know how to love the island way Oh, Something about them growing up by the ocean We know how you want to want it we know how to keep you wanting more oh, We know how to keep you wanting <laughs> Thank you, thank you <laughs> Wow, one word, wow <laughs> Thank you, Very That excited. was amazing Thank you That was amazing Thank I you I love that <laughs> Thank you for performing that. We released that on the 28th of Feb. So the 28th of February, where can our listeners get that? Where can't you get it? You can get it on All outlets. So everywhere. iTunes and... iTunes, and SoundCloud, Spotify, Tidal, YouTube. Everywhere. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Perfect. And if our listeners want to follow you on social media, mm-hmm. where can they do that? Just type in my name, Kira Amosa, K-I-R-R-A-H. Last name, Amosa, A-M-O-S-A. And you'll find me. Perfect, Mm. perfect. And if you guys have any questions, comments, or just want to leave a shout-out for Kira, stop by our group page, Inside the Desert Oasis Room on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram at Polynesian Pop. And if you want to get on the podcast or listen to some previous episodes, hit us up at desertoasisroom.com. Do you have a website, Kira? I do. Let's throw that out there for our My website, yes. My website has all of my music... uh, for free download as well at kira.com.au kira k-i-r-r-a-h perfect alright party people we're going to sign off and we're going to have some more music from Kira I'm going to tell you all about it because this is going to be a private show now <laughs> alright cheers party people thank you beautiful island so tropical I'm up on cloud nine with the sky so blue Have you ever wanted something more? Stick with me and I'll make your dreams come true So come on over, let's wind it down Take my hand, let me lead the way If you want to, I can take you Guarantee that you never want to leave Come on over, baby, slow it down Stick with me, I can show you
Have you ever made 